Welcome to the Daily Boogie. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Daily Boogie. Thanks for joining us, another big week ahead. Hopefully we can have some fun while the world burns around us. I've got a couple of articles here today from one of our favorite topics on the show, the robot revolution. Yes, the robots are coming to take your jobs. We've discussed before, haven't we, the robots taking over the sex industry. Uh, we did that piece on the robot brothel in France. Of course it would have to be in France first, wouldn't it? <laughs> I actually read an article uh, earlier today. There's one going up in Houston, believe it or not. And it's getting a little bit of pushback for a reasonable price. The robot sex brothel in Houston. But today we're going to focus on the less seedy jobs in a modern, flourishing Western economy. If you want to become a subscriber of the show, please hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. If you'd like to become a supporter, head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. And of course, if you'd like to get involved in the conversation, hit me up on Twitter at boogie bumper. So let's have a look at these two pieces. This is a great study in how two different news organizations can frame the same story in two completely different ways. Um, we've got AP and Reuters here, both part of the corporate mainstream press. And they both come at this. Both of these articles came out on the same day using the same information. So it's interesting the different slant that both of these articles take. We'll start off with the uh, AP article. And of course, if you want to read along at home, the article links are in the show notes. The headline here is, will robots take your job? Quarter of US workers at risk. And the opening line here is fantastic. Robots aren't replacing everyone. Oh, that's, that's nice to know. <laughs> it's just some kind of sick unemployment lottery at work here. And it, like the way, the way that they open up with that line, you know, robots aren't replacing everyone. That's the first line of the article. It's kind of like if somebody takes a bunch of hostages in a bank and says, you know, I am not going to execute everybody. Some of you will walk out of here today. Or the commandant at a prison camp. You know, I'm not going to execute everybody for the fact that somebody stole some apples from the officer's mess, but I am going to execute some of you. So you might get lucky. Robots aren't replacing everyone, but a quarter of US jobs will be severely disrupted as artificial intelligence accelerates the automation of existing work, according to a new Brookings Institute report. It makes perfect sense then, doesn't it, why countries in the Western world like, say, the US, Canada, Australia, the UK, it makes total sense that with AI and robot technology replacing a quarter of all work, that they would want to be increasing their populations artificially through mass immigration to the tune of, you know, between 15 and 40% over the last three or four decades, depending on the country. You know, we need to get as many people in here as possible to do the work that nobody wants to do. Because, you know, how you hear that line all the time. Wow. Australians just don't want to do these jobs. I mean, I've, I've got all this work here but I can't find any local Americans to do the jobs. They don't want to do it. All of the Americans just want the job on Main Street. They're not prepared to roll up their sleeves, apply a little bit of elbow grease. They don't want these jobs. 
Well, good news, ladies and gentlemen. You'll no longer be made to feel guilty about not taking the jobs and you'll no longer have to support mass immigration because the robots are moving in. <laughs> Ironically, a lot of these robots are going to be coming from Japan. So I'm afraid foreigners are still going to be taking your jobs. Whether they are wearing sombreros coming up from the southern border or whether they're encased in titanium or a modern, you know, hard polymer. <laughs> Either way, foreigners are going to be taking your jobs. Thursday's report from the Washington think tank says roughly 36 million Americans hold jobs with, quote, high exposure to automation, meaning at least 70% of their tasks could soon be performed by machines using current technology. Among those most likely to be affected are cooks, waiters, and others in the food services, short-haul truck drivers, and clerical uh, office workers. Most affected are going to be cooks. See, my first thought when reading that, that the most affected are going to be cooks, is what the hell are the television networks going to do with all of those god-awful reality cooking shows now? Like it's it's no longer going to be the the single mum whipping up the long long held traditional family recipe that's been passed down since the fifteen hundreds. It's not going to be the gay couple whipping up their favourite dessert, which must always include a lot of sparkles for some reason, because we hate stereotypes on TV. Like it's not going to be any of that. It's going to be like R two D two and C three PO. What a fantastic team. What, what could they possibly come up with? What culinary delights could they bedazzle the audience with? And would, would you want a meal that's actually cooked by a robot? Like, like if you send the steak back because it's not done or, you know, your parmigiana is a little too salty or something like that. Yeah, I, I demand to see the chef. It's going to be like, does not compute. You can't re- do you have to restart the cook if it fucks it up? How's it work? I'm sorry. Uh, there is a slight delay on your meal tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We are currently downloading an upgrade for our chef. We've, we've got a couple of plugins that we're trying to install. Uh, we've got the tuna and the salmon. Another quote here, that population is going to need to upskill, reskill, or change jobs fast, said Mark Miro, a senior fellow at Brookings and lead author of the report. So they'll be in the unemployment line behind the BuzzFeed and the Huffington Post journalists who have been cheering this shit on for the last 10 years, it should, it has to be said. I, I guess learn to code is a thing. But where you thought you were going to be, you know, getting like some hype high-powered, uh, high-wage job coding for some software company in Tech Valley, you're actually just going to be downloading updates to the robot waiter or the clerical office worker. Like, it's still going to be boring as batshit. It's still going to be a really shitty job with low money. Uh, my next thought is, like, so what happens when we can replace the coders? <laughs> what, what happens when we can invent a robot that actually does coding? What the fuck is everybody going to do then? I guess they all go back to the Huffington Post and go back to BuzzFeed and start writing articles again about how their job was replaced by a coding robot to code the other robots who now cook the meals in the BuzzFeed cafeteria. We'll come full circle. 
Muro said the timeline for the changes could be a few years or it could take two decades. Yeah. See, even the slowest learner where it might take them two decades to learn coding, I, I kind of want a little bit more accuracy in that. <laughs> like, you're going to have to reskill or change jobs really fast. Oh, shit, that sounds hard. How long do I have? Well, it could be a few years, could be 20. Who's to say? Who's to say? The main thing is get out of the business now. Stop being a waiter or a chef now or a cook. Get out now. We'll replace you with a Mexican. And by the time all of this shit comes down the pipeline, you'll be coding in Tech Valley. You'll be fine. There'll be nothing to worry about. But it's likely that automation will happen more swiftly during the ex uh, next economic downturn, says the article. Businesses are typically eager to implement cost-cutting technology as they lay off workers. Oh, well, that's interesting because remember, we did an article on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, you'll remember, where the expert, I forget his name, you know, insert expert's name here from left-leaning economic think tank here. He was a senior research fellow, a jolly good fellow of research. And he said that if we increase taxes on the business, this is actually going to increase wages because business owners aren't going to be bothered trying to save money <laughs> on wages if their taxes are increased. Well, when the robots are working, why pay? you won't have to pay people at all. That quote again, businesses are typically eager to implement cost-cutting technology as they lay off workers. <laughs> nothing, nothing, no broader comment about the economic, uh, the economy at all. Just, ah, we're laying off workers, so we'd like to implement cost-cutting technology while we're doing it. Not before, not after, while we're doing it. Though the United States is in the middle of its second longest expansion in history, and jobs data suggest the economy remains healthy, many business leaders and economists have suggested in surveys that the United States could slip into a recession in 2020, just in time for the election. In addition, the partial government shutdown has been creating anxieties about a downturn. Yes, 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 because those government workers, maybe we should be replacing the government workers. Let's replace the politicians with robots. How bad can it be? Most of them are fairly robotic now anyway. What would be the difference? You know, nine out of ten politicians give the most predictable programmed answers. They, they might already be robots. You know, when you see one particular senior leader of the Democrat Party on television constantly licking their lips, their eyes darting around, is, this could just be some kind of malfunction. Pelosi bot needs an update. Google this year is piloting the use of its digital voice assistant at hotel lobbies to instantly interpret conversations across a few dozen languages. Well, that's going to kill a lot of fun, isn't it, really? Because one of the best things about going to a hotel in another country is being able to insult the person behind the counter without them realising it. You know? Yes, we have a booking here. Do you have our booking? No, I'm sorry, monsieur. We do not have your booking. Yeah, motherfucking. I'm sorry, what was that? Nothing. Nothing. But now Google's got to come in and spoil the fun. The Google bot's going to be listening. 
you know, beep. This this customer called you a son of a bitch. <laughs> How would you like to respond? Insert your response here. Walmart and other retailers are preparing to open cashierless stores powered by in-store sensors or cameras with facial recognition technology. Oh, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? I think this is a fantastic idea for efficiency, ladies and gentlemen, of course. Remember the efficiency? It's all about efficiency. Not only are we going to replace the human beings we're going to, with robots and machines, but we're actually going to map everybody's face as they walk into the store. This, this isn't any kind of invasion. It's just the economy. It's just the way it goes sometimes. You're going to have to retool. You're going to have to upskill. The changes will be hardest hit in smaller cities, especially those in the heartland and the Rust Belt, according to the Brookings report. The risk is highest in Indiana and Kentucky, where some counties have nearly half the workforce employed in labour-intensive manufacturing and transportation industries. Well, at least it's going to be those upstart, racist, Nazi bigot Catholic kids who wear red hats who are going to be the ones without an economic future thanks to the robot revolution. So that article's a little bit of doom and gloom. And if you go to the next one now in the show notes from Reuters, it's very cheery headline. Robots serve up food and fun in a Budapest cafe. <laughs> food and fun. Yay. Yay, we're all going to be replaced. Yay! I can't wait. I can't wait to be served by a robot. The robots at the Enjoy Budapest Cafe can do it all. They can serve up food and drink, tell jokes, dance with the kids, or just hang out for a chat with the customers. To be, to be fair, I think a lot of this is on the service in, uh, industry themselves. You know, how many people have just gotten crappy service at a cafe? How many people are actually longing for the robots? If you're a, you know, a 20-something a graduate of a liberal arts degree in basket weaving, and you're currently working at a cafe in, you know, the, the, the rich end of town, the big end of town, all of these white rich people that you hate so much and you're spitting in their coffee, and just generally delivering crappy service, which is fine. That's your right. You're earning minimum wage. I don't, I don't begrudge you. That's fine. But think of the future. Think of the future. You know, the, the local high school or the local, you know, the local historical landmark isn't going to be needing a sociologist with uh, an honours in gender politics anytime soon. You know, those jobs are... Whew, they're on the downswing. So you may be operating in this cafe for quite some time while you wait for that magical opportunity to earn $45,000 a year writing absolute rubbish for people who don't believe it to begin with but are just trying to fulfill some kind of pseudo-fake social responsibility that someone on Twitter told them that they must have. That's your future, right? So you might be working in this cafe for the next 10 or 20 years before the robot revolution comes. Why make yourself an easy target for the people who are trying to replace you with robots? You know, remember that, remember that footage we saw late last year of the guy working in the restaurant and there was a kid sitting there in a MAGA hat 
and the guy came running out and grabbed the hat off it. You motherfucker, you know. And he stormed off. I'm keeping this. I'm going to throw it in the fight. And he threw a drink in the kid's face. <laughs> like who 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 do you expect is going to weep when you're replaced with a kindly robot who can even dance with the kids instead of abusing the children and throwing drinks in their face and stealing their property? The robots are just going to dance with them, do a cha-cha. How's that going to make you look? Like, maybe it's time to assess your personality if the personality of a thing that's not even a person has more, is, is more appealing than yours in your current place of employment, right? I mean, it just hangs out for a chat with the customers. I notice, you know, I'm somebody who talks to people at supermarkets and stuff like that work there. Yeah, hello. How you going? Good. I chit chat. A lot of the time I do it because, especially with the younger people, a lot of them, it makes them really uncomfortable. Like they're scared that somebody's talking to them or something. Like maybe they've been taught, what? Why is this person talking to me? You know, you walk up and you say hello and they're like, what? What? What's the problem? Like there's no, can I help you or anything like that. They just look at you and go, yep. Again, um, I might have to turn to the robot that's working on the cash on the register next year. How are you going, R4618-B? Very good, sir. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Did you enjoy making your purchases today? I did, actually. That's another great irony. Um, the robots will be programmed to hold conversations that people find appealing, which are the kinds of conversations that people no longer want to have. You know, how's the weather? How about that local sports team? Tom Brady done it again, right? Shit like that. The cafe opened by IT company, E, oh, good luck pronouncing that, E followed by a lot of letters in the Hungarian capital is staffed by a whole team of robots that aim to help familiarize the public with the technological revolution in automation and artificial intelligence. Do you see the different ways of approaching it here? The first article is a bit more doom and gloom. You're going to be replaced. You need to upskill now, right now. You need to do it right now before it's too late. You're going to have to learn a new skill. You're going to have to educate yourself because the robot revolution is coming and it's coming for you. In this, in this cafe that was literally opened by an IT company, oh, we're just trying to familiarize the public with the technological revolution in automation and artificial intelligence. Yes. I mean, they, they tell jokes, they dance with the kids, they have a chat. <laughs> it's a PR campaign. The robot waiters follow fixed paths to deliver food and drink orders to customers who are asked to keep out of the robot's way. Wow. Maybe we have So not only are you familiarizing yourself with the idea that the robots are going to re be replacing your sister or your cousin or your brother's job at the local cafe, but once upon a time, the workers at the cafe, you know, they, it was on them to avoid the customers generally speaking, because you want the customers to have a good experience. So you work around the customers. You know, if you're carrying a bowl of hot soup, you don't walk to a customer and say, get out of the fucking way. What do you think you're doing here? 
I I own this place. This is my place. I'm the waiter. Get out. I've got hot soup here. Come on, man. Move it. Move it. Move it. It doesn't work like that. So not only are we yielding our employment opportunities to the robots, but we're also yielding authority as well. The customers, hey, get out of the way of the robots, man. What do you, what do you think this is? Some, some regular flesh-toned cafe? What do you think? We've got a bunch of meat bags jumping around here that can make their own decisions about what steps they take or which direction they go around the floor? Don't be ridiculous. Others serve up entertainment, such as Pepper, a receptionist robot that can hold a conversation and also dance with the customers. God, if, if the robot does the robot, you'd almost want to lock it in a freezer, wouldn't you? Developed by Japanese company SoftBank, Pepper needs to be modified to be able to hear customers in the noisy environment of a cafe, owner Tibor Shizmedia says. From online reviews, customers appear to be charmed by Pepper's antics and were forgiving of the laborious service style of her waiter colleagues. Yes, we'll put up, we'll put up with the slow service because, damn it, seeing a little robot buzzing around the floor and we have to jump out of the way like frightened peasants when a king enters the courtyard. But just being part of that experience, having conversations with lifeless you know, programmed objects instead of real life human beings. Well, damn it, it was just so it was just so enriching. You know, the kids really enjoyed it, and they they finally stopped playing their Xbox to come down to the cafe with the family and enjoy a nice meal with the robot waiters buzzing around talking to them. Despite fears that increasing automation and artificial in- intelligence will take away employment from humans. Enjoy Budapest's cafe robots aren't putting anyone out of a job yet. Ah, rest easy. Go back to bed. It's going to be fine. Listen to the reasoning here. This is from the owner. We actually employ twice as many people as before. What? Because to operate 16 to 20 robots from 9am to 9pm, we need to have IT specialists in the background. There you have it. (laughs) Enjoy the experience of sitting in a restaurant where you need to run and dart out of the way of the robots buzzing around, where you have to wait extra long because the service is terrible from these robots. The robot receptionist can't hear you when you speak because it's too loud in there. You'll be sitting, sitting there waiting 45 minutes for a coffee. And, and this proves once again that IT workers uh, make terrible hosts, you know, at a party or a function or a cafe. <laughs> of course, you know, we're not putting anybody out of work. We have IT specialists working in the background. So the poor old, the poor old graduate from the liberal arts college, has not, they haven't been replaced by a robot. They've been replaced by an IT worker. They must be thinking, how's my luck? Like, I just came here to make coffee while I'm waiting for my social, my uh, sociologist job down at the local historical place. I just want to make coffee and deliver cake to customers and make $5 an hour. They've been replaced by an IT specialist who buzzes robots around the floor. Isn't it creepy? Like, how many, you know, again, you know, the thing, learn to code. 
Uh, it's not so glamorous when you're sitting in the back of a dingy cafe, you know, <laughs> next to the deep fryer with your iPad, moving a robot around the floor, telling people to get out of its way and operating a receptionist that can't hear anybody. But hey, at least it's fun. When you're out of work and you've got no money in your pocket and you can't afford to go to the cafe because you don't, you no longer have a job because you've been replaced by a, a robot being run by an IT worker. Well, I guess the main thing is that, you know, you're gonna have food and fun at some point with these dancing robots, all singing, all dancing, telling jokes, hanging out with the kids. What a lovely rosy picture of the future Reuters provides us in contrast to the doom and gloom of AP, who's advertising the fact that foreign workers, even in robot form, are heading to the United States to take your jobs. Thanks for joining us, everyone. See you again tomorrow for another episode. If you want to become a supporter of the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash boogie bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, get involved in the conversation by following me on Twitter at Bookie Bumper. Don't forget this Thursday night's free for all. We're, we're, we're doing the wine in a Pringles can. If you missed the story on Thursday night, uh, a woman was arrested for drinking wine with a Pringles can and driving around in a motorized car to the Walmart. There was some kind of campaign to get people to the Walmart car park to drink wine from Pringles cans in honour of this woman and unfortunately only three people showed up and only one of them was actually drinking wine from a Pringles can. So we're going to do it on the show this Thursday night, wine from a Pringles can. Don't miss it. It's going to be fun. Till tomorrow, guys. Stay calm, stay rational. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.